Hey everyone, we are back for season six of the Holistic Pharmacy Podcast. I'm your host, Marina Buxov, a functional medicine pharmacist and holistic herbal educator. I'll be sharing inspiring stories of my guests who have shifted into holistic modalities, both personally and professionally. My co-host, Dr. Jenna Carmichael, will be joining me to lead the Journal Club episodes to share an evidence-based approach to holistic and herbal medicine. I'm so glad you're here and hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to a brand new season of the Holistic Pharmacy Podcast. My first guest of the season is Dr. John Kim, PharmD, who's a functional medicine pharmacist and the owner and pharmacist in charge at Robinson Wellness Pharmacy. He's also quite a legend on social media. He's been in clinical practice for 15 years and has been a foremost voice in health, wellness, and preventative medicine. He received his doctorate in pharmacy from Rutgers University with high honors and trained in functional medicine from the Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine, A4M. Dr. John actively lectures throughout the country and is an influencer within the functional medicine world to educate and empower everyday people to live a healthy, fulfilling life. His message is, the doctor of the future is you, the patient. Do not miss this episode. There are going to be gems for everyone in this interview. You can connect with Dr. John via Instagram, and don't forget to grab a free copy of his brand new ebook by clicking the link in the show notes. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Holistic Pharmacy Podcast. This is going to be a short little update episode to Dr. John Kim's episode, which I'll link to the full podcast in the show notes. And so today I have him back on the show. He's a functional medicine pharmacist, and I just want him to share with us some new and exciting updates that he has in his practice and his compounding pharmacy and educating people on social media, as well as a new ebook that he has. So uh, without further ado, welcome to the show again, Dr. Kim. Marina, thank you so much. It's an honor to be on your podcast. Yes, yes. The honor is all mine. So Dr. Kim, I just want you to summarize in a few words your journey. How did you become a functional medicine pharmacist? How did your personal health kind of affect that decision? And what are you doing now in the functional space? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, everybody has their own journey. And one of the things that I actually experienced was the overall brokenness of our medical system and how that led for me to dig in deeper to find out what can I do to impact my life and as well as my patients. And one of the things that ended up having to be really resonating for me when I was in pharmacy school was having a good mentor is one. The second thing was that he allowed me to see what the root cause aspect that we have to look at instead of actually giving medications and thinking that that's going to be the things that we could optimize for patients. We need to optimize their health, their overall lifestyle, their eating habits, uh, their chronic issues that they can manage on their own. And one of the key things that I end up having to you know, say all the time and even social media and anyone else is that the doctor of the future is you that you have to be own advocate instead of actually relying on some you know fancy person with the white coat or or anything of that nature. So that's one thing that I've been resonating a lot. And uh, one of the things that's been exciting about 2023 is that I just launched a mini ebook. Uh, it will be a series of many things that's going to come through, but this is just an introduction 
to showcase about the 16 years of uh, healthcare experience I actually received, uh, as well as some of the key points that I end up having to adjust with my patients. So overall root cause and simplifying functional medicine, and then as well as how to simplify based on how we build our body, just like a temple. So when you download this book and the link will be provided for you, it's free free book to begin with. I want to make it available for a lot of you out there is that when you're looking at our body is basically a temple. Uh, and so if you look at the temple itself, there's a foundation that has to be laid. But when you, when you, before even looking at the foundation, we have to find a soil that's solid enough to lay that foundation through. And that's basically our overall micro uh, microbiome and how that's affecting our overall health. And that's just key things that we end up having to forget that our microbiome that gets passed on from our mother to us and within the environment speaks a lot about how we end up having to have our robust immune system, how we actually end up having to interact with our overall environment, what we do in terms of our food that we end up having to absorb, all those things are related to the microbiome, uh, including the immune system. And then after that, it's the foundation, which is laying on in terms of your own lifestyle choices and things that you end up having to learn and also unlearn. So these are things that end up having to be the foundation aspect. And these are the hard things that a lot of patients are not able to get through a lot of times when they're working with a practitioner like myself is because they're so ingrained in terms of doing the everyday stuff, you know, eating the, the wrong food, maybe they're getting lack of sleep. Or maybe they're in a fight or flight mode and they think that that's normal scenario, but that's not the case at all. So that's the foundation aspect they end up with the work on, followed by the pillars, right? When you're building a house or even a temple itself, you need a pillar, you need the overall layout of the wall itself. Well, that is your gut health, your immune health, followed by your hormones. So those are three things I end up having to really look at in my patient care and simplifying that really instead of looking at fancy tools of that nature and really getting to the basics afterwards, we end up having to build the entire body, laying the roof, and then overall building the resiliency. Because if you don't have the resiliency, what is the whole point of going through this whole entire treatment or on the works that you're putting in your body? Because you're going to be constantly having to deal with problems. And we don't want that. We want to build you up and we want to allow you to thrive as a person that the creator uh, made you to be. Wow, what a beautiful explanation. And I love the analogy of the foundation and the house. And it's really about systems within systems, right? Because we are an organism, but within us, there's other organisms which create our environment for our own cells. And then outside of that is the actual environment. And outside of that is like the stress and emotional or the inside, I guess you can call it. So, and then there's the definitions of like, what is normal? Like people are walking around and they think it's normal to not poop or it's normal to feel very, very stressed out by work because you have to yep. make money and it's okay and normal to eat fast food and all of these things that like are quote unquote normal in today's day and age. But then we're seeing so many illnesses, which are also now semi-normal that everybody's feeling like crap and walking around to their job like zombies. And then there's a lot of diagnoses and like you said, fancy processes and tools and words. 
but the core basic needs are just not being met in so many people. So I agree that the first step really has to be education so that we are aware of what is not normal and we start to target those as things that we could be changing. And when we realize what's at stake and what could be possible through proper self-care and and food and microbiome support and all these things and sleep, you know, a lot of these things are free, right, and accessible, and we can control them. It's just that we're not aware of how much personal power we have over these things. Yes, there are some things that are out of our control, but there's so much that we can focus on that are and that are pretty accessible and pretty affordable. And it's just a matter of understanding why they're so important and committing to them as your non-negotiables and really prioritizing your life in a specific way. And I think a lot of us are just not brought up to that. So I'm so glad you're doing this work. And so many people are looking up to you and realizing that they do have the power and the power is in them, the patient, and they're the doctor of the future. And I really love that movement. So I really appreciate you putting that work out there. And I do have to say, uh, some people are still skeptics, right? And I even get messages all the time about, oh, well, where are the studies, you know, functional medicine is still kind of not accepted, you know, as something scientific or, you know, valid, quote unquote, in some communities. So could you speak to that and your experience with that? If you end up having to believe that the current medical system is going to fix everything, then we're in a complete wrong. And as well as we're really running through a slippery slippery slope. If you look at the overall cost expenditure of the healthcare dollars we spend on chronic illness, it's going up and up and up. If that's the case, is the current medical system and the current knowledge of traditional medicine, quote unquote, that's accepted, is that fixing the issue? The answer is basically no. So what do you have to look at? Well, you have to look at the overall issue dealing with the fact that there is a certainly a cause and effect. Well, we have to look at the cause and that is a root cause medicine. Uh, looking at functional medicine, that's what we are. Looking at systematic aspect and dealing with certain aspect, dealing with uh, biotoxin or uh, environmental toxins that's actually causing a cell membrane damage or cellular I- issues, including mitochondrial dysfunction, as well as maybe uh, gut dysbiosis of uh, microbiome imbalance. And then there's an overall effect in terms of how all those things impacting your hormone and as well as what we are dealing with just a chronic issue in general. So why do I'm saying that is there are tons of information out there and studies. It's just that the overall robust, and this is the things that I had to unlearn for myself. And I'm quite sure you could agree with this as well. Because when we both went to pharmacy school, first thing that we end up having to learn when we're doing journal club is that if you don't have a robust number of patient population in the study, that's not a viable study to look at. In looking at the aspect into the functional medicine and naturopathic world, there's no way you're going to be able to recruit that many patients. Why is that? Because it costs a lot of money to do those things. Okay. But if we have the brain to look at the overall biochemistry pathway of certain uh, or pathogenicity of certain disease states, then we're able to know as a good clinician 
know how to treat these patients on a functional level that we could get to the root cause aspect of them and treat them properly. And there are studies available to support those uh, theories and as well as what we are doing all the time. It's just that in terms of what we are always used to, that we have to look at the larger group number of patient populations, or that if it's not funded properly, then that's the false thing to do. Or if you're not going to look at just natural uh, herbals of that nature, that you can't really uh, say that's going to work because it's all, uh, you know, folk medicine. That's not the case at all. I mean, even even looking at uh, Chinese herbal medicines, you know, traditional Chinese medicine in general, it's been well around for 5,000 years, still thriving. And as well as the fact that it's gotten much more complex. Why is that? Because now the over traditional side of the medicine is meeting science is enveloping very, very well. And one of the beauty about us as a, a pharmacist getting involved in functional medicine is that we understand both the traditional side of medicine as well as functional and a holistic side that we could envelope it together and bring forth a better change in outcome for patients' lives. Yeah, I love that explanation too. And for me, even though case studies and case reports are lowest at the totem pole, right, next to in vitro, um, I actually think it's quite powerful when you have your own empirical experience with something and when you have clients that are getting better with these things. And I think that speaks volumes. So could you share a little bit about what you've been able to achieve for your own health and that of your patients? Yeah, I you know, I have a very interesting case right now. I have a patient who's 57 years old. She had a lung cancer that ended up to be metastasized uh, to her liver. And basically, she was given about three months to live. And she reached out to me last year uh, just to see how she could actually support herself nutritionally and just to keep herself comfortable because obviously she's metastasized and she's in a lot of pain and she couldn't tolerate eating food. Um, first thing that we ended up having to focus on was not about giving all the food that she couldn't really ingest, is all about how to detox and supporting the cell membrane aspect of health and, and, and just basic things that she needs to take care of in terms of improving sleep, uh, de-stressing, all those things. So it was a little bit tough when she first started out because obviously she couldn't tolerate a lot of supplements, but you know, it's been well over a year now. She's still alive, even though her oncologist said that she was going to die within 90-day period. I mean, that's what a life-changing experience in, the, in terms of your doctor telling you that you're going to die. And then after a year, in terms of just looking at detoxing, looking to support the microbiome, uh, mitochondrial dysfunction that she was going through, all those things, and that really made an impact for her. Uh, and so that in itself is a, a testament that there's much more bigger picture rather than just looking at what the person who's wearing a white coat is telling you to do, rather about empowering yourself and looking at the overall basic side of just health in general and how your bodies end up having to perform, right? Your, your, your body is meant to heal itself. That's how our creator ended up having to design us to be. As long as we give the right tool and the right environment is able to thrive. And that's the message that we end up having to lose within this current medicine that is very, very sad. And I end up having to experience it as myself as well, because I had a heart attack when I was 33 years old. I had an 85% blockage in my LAD, the Widowmaker. And 
I thought I had a very healthy life. I mean, I did everything that I can, um, you know, eating the right food, I thought. And one thing that I didn't know was that I had a hidden Bartonella, a tick-formulated illness, along with mold toxins and parasites and heavy metals that was became a you know, focal point in terms of causing a cardiovascular issue. Right now, and I'm looking back, my, you know what, that was a blessing because if I didn't know if I had that issue and not able to go through the root cause, who knows? I've probably had a second heart attack to begin with and then not able to help and learn uh, myself, but also many other patients that I'm taking care of now. So it's, uh, you know, everybody says it, it, it stinks to go through life, but you know what? Uh, it, there's moments of happiness and joy that you end up having to succumb to when you go through this path and finding out what your true calling is. And this has been really... Uh, a gift uh, as was a blessing that I able to share with others. Yeah, beautiful. So can you share maybe one or two clinical pearls that you think are the most important and foundational for people, you know, no matter what diagnosis they have or, you know, what germ they're dealing with, but how to support their terrain? That will be having well this is going to be the most challenging part but having the right environment is the most important thing so um you don't have to be spending a lot of money but the right environment in terms of drinking the right water that is an environment they have to thrive in uh, as well as gain the right clean food you don't have to spend a lot of money on, on in whole foods you could go to a local farmer's market uh, and and they have and you know you know the farmers who's growing it and how they end up of having to you know harvest this so that's a great point to look at and as well as um sleep right sleep aspect that we end up having to lose because we're overstimulated based on the technology we actually have our cell phone social media uh new things that's popping up all the time that we're not able to focus on sleep where we end up having to lose it i, I think i i end up having to say to myself sometimes i'm like you know what i'm spending way too much on a screen and then i'm having that add moment into concentrating myself in terms of forcing myself to go to sleep right so these are the things that people end up to lose and when you're dealing with blue light constantly that also affects our circadian rhythm and with our busy lifestyle not going up as much that in itself has been impacting us epigenetically and that's impacting much more deeper level into our immune health our digestion, our hormone, and everything that goes through. So I, I, I'm a strong believer, and there's many studies available showing that having a poor circadian rhythm is affecting your overall health and chronic illness. Well, our our creator intends us to meet that need in terms of going to, going to sleep correctly, eating well, pooping well, de-stressing, enjoying life, having the right companion, and all those things and able to survive and, and thrive. So that's one of the things that I end up having to recommend as a foundational aspect that I always recommend. And the second clinical pearl that I could share with you and everyone else is that uh, you need to take care of your overall uh, microbiome very well. I think that is the key foundational aspect that we end up having to miss. Uh, overuse of antibiotic, chemicals, glyphosates, pesticides that we end up having to ingest all the time, stress, uh, as well as the microbiome that we end up having to um, get from our parents as well, that's also affecting us. And so microbiome aspect of it has to be the, the second foundation aspect that we have to get through. So 
in my book, I actually laid it out saying that the microbiome is the soil. The foundation is the overall choice that we make, followed by all those pillars in terms of gastrointestinal health, hormone, and immune balance, which is resulting in the pillars that supports everything, and then your body. Yeah, I love those key principles that you laid out. And I can't wait to get my hands on the ebook and check that out. So Dr. Kim, I want to thank you for coming on again, sharing some updates and some key words of wisdom with us today. So how can people learn more about what you do, support your work, and just talk a little bit about how you split your time between being a compounding pharmacist and if you see clients currently? Yes. Uh, so I, I own Robinson Wellness Pharmacy in Mendham, New Jersey. Uh, I've been an owner for 10 years now. I do end up having to provide patient consultations in dealing with uh, functional and root cause medicine. Uh, so I do end up having to juggle both at the same time. I, I do have uh, great staff to support me, to allow me to provide the services and, and the needs of the patients out there. So that's one thing that we could do. Uh, I do see patients both virtually and in person. So anyone who wants to make an appointment, uh, I could uh, definitely make an appointment uh, through uh, many ways in dealing with virtual or in person. And if you download the book, there's a link for you to make an appointment. So uh, that's one way to do so. And then uh, you could definitely visit my Instagram page. That's the best way to learn all the works that I've, I've put together for the last almost three years now. Uh, just talk about the foundational aspect of it, you know, gut health, uh, all the things that we need to do to support us cellularly. Uh, so that's one of the things that I end up having to uh, you know, showcase. And there's wealth of information there and you can connect with me uh, through that. And my website also is drkinwellness.com. All right. Well, thank you so much. I'll be sharing all that in the show notes and our audience can download all of those goodies. So thanks again for coming on and I wish you a great week ahead. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Holistic Pharmacy Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed creating it. If you learned something new from it, I'd love if you could leave us a five-star review and share it with a friend who might love it too. You can find me on any of the podcast and social media platforms by looking up Holistic Pharmacist or Dr. Marina Booksov. Thank you for your support and see you next time.